Hello, hello. Hey, y'all. Okay, say it. Speak louder. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> Hello. Hi. Can you introduce yourself? Hi, my name is Anna Mole. Okay, I'm gonna go right into the interview portion just to get a little to a little know a little bit more about it than you. Okay. Um so how did you get into what you do creatively? What do you do creatively? Um, okay, so I am a content creator. I do lifestyle, fashion, and faith. Um, and how did I get into what I do now? So for me, it's always been kind of a journey. Um, I started out with doing Tumblr. <laughs> so if you were like a Tumblr kid back in the days, you know, like, I feel like that's where influencing really started or not even influencing. Let's say content creation really started in our days. <laughs> you, were you ever on Tumblr? No. Now, oh my gosh. Okay. For, for the people who were on Tumblr, like Tumblr was like the Pinterest before Pinterest. It was the Instagram before Instagram. And so... Um, some people would post their personal pictures, but on Tumblr, you could really customize like your profile and your board. So you would like basically pin photos and you would attach photos to your board and everything. And it was like, you could make this really cool, aesthetically pleasing collage. And it was like a whole world. Like there were Tumblr influencers back then. Like, (laughs) yes, that's crazy. Yeah. It started, honestly, I feel like it rooted from Tumblr and that was like a fad and a thing for a time. And then it kind of died off but um it just for me I would say it definitely started with just my love for fashion as a whole and then like wanting to take pictures because I have a um my beautiful sister-in-law she's a, a photographer and um there's a lot of just like creatives in my family like my older sister got into photography and everything and so did my brother at one point and so I was always around some type of like camera or film or whatever the case may be and I think like when I discovered that amazing combination of these two worlds coming together it was like something opened up for me and just like capturing makeup capturing fashion it was like amazing and then you go to like the YouTube era where all of like I'm watching hours and hours and hours of videos of like my favorite YouTubers doing makeup Um, makeup reviews um, and also just doing like fashion hauls and I was like this is so cool and I never thought of it as like I'm gonna do this for money or whatever the case may be it was literally just like I enjoy these two things and then I discovered editing and I fell in love with editing and I know for some people editing is a pain but for me it's like an adrenaline rush (laughs) (laughs) for me I love it because it's like there's something so satisfying about like in the process of it all and then be seeing like that final result like I'm a really big stickler for like when I do like reels or like videos and I match the music up and that beat drop to this exact moment and I know that I know that I did that (laughs) that endorphin release is like everything and so I just like I just fell in love with it and then I think um obviously like going through life and finding Christ and then just realizing that like this is the the core of my identity is who I am as a daughter and who I am in Christ and how that flows into everything else and why I am wired the way I am and why I love fashion and lifestyle and makeup the way I love it. Yeah. So like with that, what sparks the creative process of like how you come up with your content? Or how I come up? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> what are you like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna 
yeah, whatever you post, like how, uh-huh. what, where's, what's the inspiration behind it or how you draw the inspiration behind that? Um, so to, it happens in two ways for okay. me. Um, first is that a lot of the times I get my ideas from God mm. and he will literally, God is so amazing in that, like he, he, say it again. He, <laughs> there. he's so amazing in that he loves us and he loves us individually. Mm. So like God, when the Bible talks about how like we are fearfully and wonderfully made and intricately woven, like he literally has intricately woven every single part and portion of us. And so like. Even the way God speaks to each of us is different because that's how much he knows us. And so like for me personally, like God will literally give me an idea and he'll give it from top to bottom, you know, and he'll give me like the exact vision. And all I have to do is maybe find the sound or sometimes he'll give you the sound. And so when it happens like that, it's the most amazing thing. And it's humbling, too, because it's like I can't take the credit for this at all. It's like all God. And then um, other ways is the second way is that like everything is content. Like mm. literally everything is content. Like you go outside, you go grab a coffee, mm. you, you get a cute little aesthetically, you know, like yeah. a little aesthetic video of you grabbing coffee or even just like a being on some flowers. Like that is content. And so um, that's what sparks my like, that creativity yeah. is like, oh, this would be so cool. And that's what really looks like it just blooms from there. Dude. Okay, God-given creativity. Okay. <laughs> um, then what is, I guess, your why? What is your why? And then what would you say to those who don't know their why or are trying to figure out their why or, like, passion or whatever they do? Yeah. Um, I would say for the longest time, my why was because I just love it and because I want to. And I think that that still is my why yeah. now. But now I have, like, a greater why. Yes. And my greater why is um, Christ. Mm. And like, like I kind of going back to what I said earlier, finding my identity and who I am mm-hmm. as a daughter of the one true living God. And then understanding that like literally I'm woven this way is like, oh, okay. So like you gave me the ability to see colors and see specific fabrics and pieces and be able to place that together. together. And you gave me the ability to, I don't know, like blend certain colors together on my eyeshadow or whatever the case may be so like once I realized that like God gave me that ability I realized like okay so it must be for his glory and he must want me to do something with it and so like that's where I'm at and like my why really is is for the glory of God Mm -hmm. and and it really is also to like help other young girls like I really want other young women to see themselves the way God sees them like and it is that, like, you are the apple of his eye. Like, he loves you. He's in love with you. Yeah. Dang. And for those who are <laughs> trying to figure out their why, what would you say? Um, I think when you're in that process of trying to figure out your why, you have to do a lot of self-evaluation. Yeah. And I think going down to, like, what you find is valuable. And I'm going to be very honest. I think a lot of the times people are on this journey of like, oh, I'm trying to find my why. And it's like nine times out of 10, your why is already right there in front of your face. But you're choosing not to choose that path. Like you're choosing to ignore the why that was naturally already given to you. And because you want to find that why in something else, you're still searching. And so like I would really just advise you, like if you feel like you've been searching for your why and searching and searching, searching, there is an answer for it. And it's called the Bible. And his name is Jesus. Like, honestly, that's my honest answer. It's like, that is the why. But as long as you continue to try and chase after other things, you'll never be able to get to that point. So take some time, sit back um, and really be introspective. Um, Take a step back from everything 
Um, and definitely, if you have a relationship with the Lord, go into prayer about it. And if you don't have a relationship with God, who wants to have one with you? Know? <laughs> like, go do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, try it out. You literally have not on the literally. Yeah. <laughs> you have to live. Yeah. And then for like, so the why, is it something that, because you're saying that you had that desire, that mm-hmm. passion, is it something you developed? Because the gift was given in you. I mean, but like the makeup, I'm sure you did not do the gray makeup nah. before you first started doing makeup. So were you like, okay, this I'm passionate about it. Let me pursue it. Yeah. Or was it something that was so natural that you think that you didn't have to work or increase it? Mm, um, okay. So two sides again. Okay. <laughs> um, so with makeup, y'all, I had to work. Okay. I was like in junior high. It's so embarrassing. In junior high, y'all, I would take a black pencil, like you lit, and I would just draw. Squ- I had squares. Shawnee yeah. thought she was fine. Okay, I thought I was the finest thing ever. I had squares, <laughs> and I would take blue eyeshadow, like you know that really sparkling, vibrant blue eyeshadow, like from the dollar store, girl, from the beauty supply. Like I would take my finger, my index finger, and I would swipe <laughs> that thing on my lid, and I would look in the mirror and be like, mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I was like, this is the one. So with makeup, it took time. It took a lot of practicing. It took a lot of watching um, YouTube videos and trying new things. When the pandemic happened, y'all, and I was locked down in my room, mm-hmm. didn't know what the heck to do. I kid you not, that's when I mustered up the confidence to one, get in front of the camera with no makeup on. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole nother story. But I got in front of the camera with no makeup on and I would do makeup tutorials for myself. Never posted them. I think I maybe made one TikTok and posted it, mm-hmm. but it was like, that was training that confidence and like, you know, just crafting that art um and then the other portion of it is (laughs) funny enough this whole like being in front of the camera thing Mm -hmm. I've never been shy about Mm -hmm. and the only reason why I've never been shy well I went through a season and I can get into that if you want me to but yes whatever you want to say (laughs) go into it um as a child like you know I'm an immigrant I'm a child of immigrants I am an immigrant came to the U.S. when I was two Mm -hmm. and um my mom had the big, I forgot the name of it, but y'all know that big old camera, like, oh, the, what is the, it, a VCR yeah. tape thing, camera yeah. thing? Yeah. And so, you know, it was like, America, <laughs> like, we have this camera. And my mom was like capturing everything. Yeah. I was a kid in front of the camera, like, like, there's so many home videos of me in front of the camera. And like, I've just never been shy in in that sense. And then obviously, you know, I went through a season in my life growing up, you know, you go through bullying and you go through not knowing who you are and you go through struggling again with identity and insecurities where I shied away. I never wanted to be in front of the camera, but it took the Lord breaking that off of me to get comfortable. And so I think like that's why, like where I'm at as far as like the craft, like some of it comes easy and then some of it is work but I genuinely do believe that you should always be working at it and yeah. always challenging yourself to grow. Um, I used to do like photojournalism and everything in high school. So I have experience with cameras mm-hmm. and I used to be like camera obsessed. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I was going to be a photographer. Okay. I let that go for a while. <laughs> we used to um, really care. We used to be a camera. Yeah, I do. Right. But um, I recently did a shoot with a friend for a brand and um, at the end of the shoot, she was like, you want to get behind the camera? And literally, y'all, I got behind the camera and I forgot how much joy it brings me to have a camera in my hand and be behind it. Like, I literally was like, oh my gosh, I forgot what this feels like. Yeah. And I'm like shooting her. And, I, and then I started like directing her. And I was like, wait, like I have this in me. And it like was a moment where, she, and you know, God bless her. She's 
such an amazing friend um and get you some friends that will challenge them in your grammar grow you okay um and she was like no i want you to try and she had me shoot in like um not auto in manual y'all it's all with focus all the way what yes. <laughs> focus. what is auto work i know she literally had me shoot in manual she's like no you're gonna try and learn and like that alone just like opened something up and so like just challenging myself to just continuously grow in the craft um and even if it's like getting better lighting equipment whatever the case may be watching youtube videos on how to like better edit i'm always gonna try and like grow in your craft because like you're gonna do everything with excellency yes yeah yeah that's a good answer um and then what are your motivations for creating would you say is like approval from others or why or not up do you seek it when you create or is it just like yeah what's the motivation yeah what's the motivation motivation? um it used to be approval that's my honest answer um i think it was approval before 2020 Yeah, when God came and wrecked my world. Um, before 2020, it for sure was for approval. Because, I mean, did I enjoy it? Yes, I did. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, but at the same time, it was like the girls my age in this age group who maybe are a little more popular, whatever the case may be. It sounds so dumb, like a little more popular, right? Yeah. I and then I went college. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. But we're right? all been there. We all go. But it was like the girls that like, had the followings were always at the parties whatever the case may be like i didn't necessarily want to be like them but i just saw that like okay well their photos and their instagrams and this and this and that and what's a certain way yeah and so for me i always struggled with the idea that i looked young Mm. you know i do i look young at my age and i guess i'm embracing it now but back then it's intimidating when like the girls your age look their age right like they were 21 22 they were yeah 20 20 to 21 looking 20 to 21 and people would be like oh is she 16 um, and, and i was like and it may have got some cut you know that's the same thing great and so like having these girls around me you know, like who looked their age and they had developed, I'm a late bloomer, just being speaking honestly, they developed a certain way and all that stuff. And I was just like, okay, so I gotta like look a certain way online, you know what I mean? To kind of like fit up and measure up to this. Mm -hmm. Um, But honestly, I took took a really long time off of social media um, when I gave my life to Christ. And in that season I was the Lord uh, did a work in me and really like pruned me. And um, that desire was honestly stripped of me. Thank God I was really delivered from that. And now I do it because I genuinely love it. And it's like, I'm in a space where it's like, if today God said, okay, shut it down. Yeah. Delete, we're done. Like, and there's literally so much more outside of that little Uh, screen. You know what I mean? That I could just go and like, (laughs) I'll still live life. Yeah. 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 So like people get so when like god gives them a direction or a passion yeah they have and he's like okay it's time to be over you're like what yeah like you so like, put your identity i was yeah just, it reveals she has a hot yeah posture yeah and like yeah yeah that was good yeah okay <laughs> um and then as you record slash create your content yeah. like what goes through your mind <clears throat> okay so i'm a very like person so in my mind as i'm recording i'm already seeing like what does it look like from this angle and this shot i'm like usually 10 steps ahead so i'm very analytical um i took a random i don't know if you've ever heard of it it's like gallup they do um 
There's a certain personality test, not the Enneagram. We don't do that. <laughs> it was not the Enneagram before y'all come. It was not the Enneagram. It's another personality test. Um, the, your Myers-Briggs. Oh, Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs. And I found out that I have like four in the analytical section. Mm. I was like, bro, am I really? I didn't realize that, yeah. but doing that personality test helped me understand myself. Um, yeah. But I'm very analytical. So like, I'm literally like, just thinking 10 steps ahead as far as like catching angles and um i'm very zoned in that's what's usually in my mind yes i'm like okay this clip is gonna look good with this so i need to go with this angle and so i'm very focused but you can't tell on my face i might be like i'm screaming (laughs) but it's like yes (laughs) okay and then how has your personal experience influenced your creativity man oh how hasn't it? Uh-oh. I think my my personal experience is my creativity. I don't know if you can separate the two. Uh-huh. It's not like a you take from this and then go here. Like it literally is my everyday mm-hmm. because um, on the internet or on social media, people only see like my fashion and lifestyle and makeup. Yeah, but I also love interior design. I also design graphics i also sing i also like to paint and there's there's so many access to my creative flow that it literally is my entire life it happens and it blends into everything that i do so um it's i will say that like i guess as far as like how it affects is like you maybe take situations and emotions and lessons from life and you can flesh it out into your creativity and i like to do that too yeah does your um other people know who you are or where, where you're from oh i'm from south today yeah <laughs> so does that your traditional background like influence um how do you see it influence anything that you do or like in your work i guess or i guess this aspect of your work but you can elaborate there's like other aspects of like where that you do from. yeah of where you come from like geographically does that, that influence the way you sing the way you make your contact about how you put pieces together like yeah. oh like those color coordinations because yeah. da, 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 da. you know that i've never have i've never had someone ask me that that's such a like good question i know they're going to do that first time <laughs> no that's such a good question i have um hmm. i've never really thought about that i mean i think being south sudanese it's I guess I can't really say how it necessarily like pinpoints exactly. I think it's just because it's like, well, that's that's another thing that's wrapped into my identity. And so it does flesh out and how it fleshes out, um, I guess, in the way that I sing. Um, you got a thing on my question board? Yeah, I did. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> that, was, that was a surprise question for you. Um, okay. And then uh, we're going to do the collection okay. 317. Yeah. I'm asking everyone. So, okay. What do you think that Colossians 317 and 23? Um, yes. Yeah, okay, cool. Because um, uh, good old Colossians. <laughs> we love it. We love it. So Colossians 317 says, and whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father through him. Um, and then verse 23 says, and whatever you do, do it heartedly as to the Lord and not to men. And 
I think that like God was so strategic in saying whatever mm. you do, meaning all that you do, mm. you do it for the glory of God mm. and you do it for the, um, for the glory of the Lord. And so, um, I think it's very interesting too, that God says like giving thanks, mm. like doing what you do and doing it for the purpose of glory. Um, and for the purpose of giving thanks to the Lord is such an interesting concept because we live in a world that is like me, 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 me yeah. for people, for opinions, for money, whatever the case may be. Um, but understanding that like in everything that we do, it literally goes back to how much God cares about us individually and, yeah. and us as a whole. Mm -hmm. So God doesn't only care about our souls, but he cares about our wants, our desires, our lives, our talents, our gifts, whatever the case may be. And so in in doing that when we do it for his glory and we do it with like because i think about the scripture as like everything that i approach i should approach it with some some heart posture of thanksgiving mm. not even some a heart posture of yeah. thanksgiving and i should do it with some type of prayer backing into it yeah. so it's like not like it's not like every every little thing that you do is like da -da -da, like you know you're going around if you're going around saying prayers as usually you know around to you yeah but it really i mean it happens in the day when you wake up and you spend that secret time with the lord like it everything should have um prayer backing in and everything should have the holy spirit backing in and all in the way that that flushes out is that when you do these things mm. and whatever you do literally if it's helping your family to clean the house. If you're yes. girl washing the dishes, if it's like deciding like, hey, today I'm going to take the time to clean my room or, you know, pay for this or whatever the case may do, Stuart, like yeah. all of that is for God's glory. And it's um, in thanksgiving for the things that he has given you. Um, and when it says in verse 23, to do it heartily as to the Lord and not to man, don't do it for the, for the approval, the applause of man. And when God says to do it heartedly, what I hear is to do it with passion. Because there are a lot of times in life where we go through autopilot mode. Mm, yeah. And it's like, well, this is something I've been doing for how long? So I'm going to just wake up. I'm going to put the same routine. I mean, girl, I can say, I'm going to confess. I'm going to tell myself with my job. Yeah. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, not as if you know what I mean I like go out again yeah I like grumble and I'm like okay let me get ready and I'm gonna but it's like no like God gave me this position God gave me this job he's given me this opportunity and he's also given me this opportunity to fellowship with people outside of my core group or whatever the case may be so I'm gonna do it heartedly right I'm gonna do this job with full with full passion and full heart. Um, the same passion that you had when you were doing the job in first okay. and you were yeah. saying when you started, you were saying yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> Do it when you're a year and a half in and you're tired because it's like, I mean, you everything that you do, do it with passion because when you do everything with passion, you are saying to God, thank you. Mm. And I value what you have given me. Yeah. Because when you're in autopilot mode, it's... I don't think you come from a place of thanksgiving and I think you can just easily take for granted what the Lord has done. So I definitely hear that, especially in the area of social media. You want to do it for the likes or whatever the case may be, or because you want people to think that you live a specific lifestyle. Um, and God is like, no, do it for me. Cause yeah. literally the only applause you need, the only eyes you need to see are me. Um, and I think it boils down into everything. Like even the small things of obedience, mm -hmm. 
if God is waking you up at three or four in the morning to pray or or God is calling you to fast, like the Bible says, you not you can't be don't be yeah. yourself. Oh, I'm fasting, I'm yeah. praying, or junk. You know what I mean? Like the only applause you need, and not even applause, the only person that needs to see it, yeah, has already seen it, right? Like God, like the only person who is worthy of you yeah. know, seeing this has already seen it. So it's a convicting verse. Like both of these are convicting verses, truthfully. Um, because it is very easy to become ungrateful in our everyday routine. And so doing it for his glory and doing it with the heart posture of Thanksgiving and, and proceeding that with prayer mm. is definitely what it means to yeah. <laughs> uh, Okay, so then um, what have you learned from content creating besides how to make aesthetically pleasing mm-hmm. content? Besides how to make content, but yeah, what else have, what other skills has developed within you um i would definitely say um hmm, how do i put this into words i would say that um creating content has taught me more discipline Mm. truthfully it has um because you know as we get older like our schedules get busier girl Tell me sometimes it. I'm like there's 200 hours within the day and to be honest I used to be my like cry and I would even say it would kind of be like my crutch excuse that I would like rely on but it's like no there's ways to function and, and literally do all the things that you want to do um you just need a little bit more discipline so I would say it's definitely taught me more discipline yeah. um and it's also taught me to disconnect mm. A lot of social media. Okay. Yeah. Not from people. <laughs> like a lot of it's today. Yeah. From the internet and social media. And it's I think it's actually taken me deeper into like relationships and friendships. Which is so interesting, right? Because I just feel like if majority of your time is spent as a content creator, like all this doing all this stuff that causes you to be in front of your phone or laptop for so long, it's easy to isolate. Um, but it's caused me to like really want to go deeper into my friendships into my relationship into my relationship with the lord um and i will also say it's definitely created like a new drive within me like a new drive to learn new things um yeah i would say it's created a new drive in me to learn new things because now i'm like more open to challenges like this (laughs) you know like um this is like okay this is a new thing but it's like okay Let's do it. Like, a, what what do I have to lose? Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would say those. With the part where you said like disconnect mm-hmm. from like social media and like right. grow within your friendships. Do you think it's because like how unauthentic social media can be in most time? Yeah. And like trying to increase the art. You're, like you're craving actual and then authentic relationships. So that's how you develop. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, because it's like, I mean like you said, like social media can be very unauthentic. Mm-hmm. And um, you, if you're not careful, if you're not prayerful, you can start to scroll and scroll and scroll and be like, dang, everybody, everybody my age is doing this. Mm-hmm. Everybody has this particular lifestyle and they're making this much money. And it's like, that's just so not realistic. Yeah. Because um, I wouldn't even argue that social media is like 5% of people's lives. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe less <laughs> for some right like and so it's like um it it's made me like i think i'm okay <laughs> like i do this thing now where like i post and i run and it's so i'm like so many people are like post but okay bye I like, post and i'm like see y'all in six hours huh? <laughs> or maybe 24 <laughs> but i post and i run because i'm like 
ah, and it's like not that I don't you know love the interaction because I love yeah. engaging yes. with like followers and all that stuff. And when people ask me like, oh, what's the link to this and fit? I love that. That's my favorite thing because like you're all little community. Go ask her. Right? Yes, that's a thing because I I'm always like I got you. I don't gatekeep. We don't gatekeep over here. Not not over here. Not a community. Um, but yes, like it it makes me like okay, I need to disconnect. And then I will say like another issue that social media brought to the forefront um as far as relationship is concerned and, and me needing to disconnect mm-hmm. i found that i was speaking to some of my friends more through instagram mm-hmm. than like i got this girl's number mm-hmm. like this is my friend like i literally have your number mm-hmm. and you're a facetime away and it's like it can be very disingenuous in friendships if like all I do is message you on Instagram and like, I can't send you a text or, you know, FaceTime you. So it definitely has challenged that. Um, Cause I think for us, it's sometimes easier for some reason, I don't know why, but it's easier for us to just like message somebody on Instagram. And it's like, you literally have their number. Like how hard is that? Um, but yes, yeah. <laughs> um, and then how do you um, feel about the way others are experiencing your creative creativity and how do you react to criticism or praise and like what emotions are involved whole cooking and interacting with the audience sure so like like i mentioned earlier i really do love it when people like dm me or like where is this from like that's this because to me that says like oh you think this item is cute like okay that means like you're interested like that means our similar, our styles must be a little yeah. similar, like yeah. can feel like there's some, I buy, you know, yeah, there's some similarities and maybe our styles. So you're interested in this item. For me, it makes me so happy because it's like, I don't do it. I don't, there are some content creators who, y'all, the outfits that they post on Instagram, they wouldn't even wear outside of their house to go to like the grocery store. It's, mm. it's strictly for social media. Mm. I will never be that. And I've never been that type of content creator. Like every outfit that y'all see, I legitimately wear it outside of my house. Okay. Two places, on events, whatever. If I'm going to Kroger, Target, I'm wearing it. And so it's like, for some people, it's strictly for the gram. That's never been the case for me. And so when I do get like that positive feedback of like people asking like, hey, where'd you get this from? It makes me happy because it's like, oh, awesome. Okay, like you like it. Yeah. Like, yes, girl, like let me create more because it's like people follow me for my style and personality. And so it's like, that is definitely really, really awesome. As far as like criticism, uh, and I I don't mean to sound like weird. I haven't faced much criticism online because um, I don't have like a crazy big following. So I think I'm like protected from that. And I know for people who have larger followings, it's like they face, you know, trolls and all that stuff, unfortunately. But if it's ever been a criticism within my personal life, I've grown a lot, y'all. It's only by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> because old Anna would have been like, bye, like, I don't care what you got to say. Your opinion is invalid. Um, but now I'm like really doing the work to try and be as introspective as possible. And so nowadays when I'm approached with um, criticism of a sort, right? Um, constructive criticism, like... I take a moment, I sit, I listen, and I'm like, okay. And then I do have amazing people in my life. Like my boyfriend, God bless him, I love him so much. He, like, I will have times where I'm like, okay, let me know if I'm being. Yeah. And I'll, like, you know, it did, I did, and he'll lay it on me and be honest. And I'm like, okay, like, okay, I could see how you can get to this conclusion or I can be wrong here. So I, I really do try, even with my friends, I have amazing friends who will be honest with me. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I think because I don't have a large following, I'm protected from that. In the criticism that I do receive, construction, yeah. constructive, excuse me, not construction, <laughs> constructive criticism yeah. comes from the people who are closest to me, who you should accept it from because God has placed them in your life. So yeah, I mean, like I don't shy away from it. Um, if I ever get to a point where I'm getting it online by strangers, I would be happy to re-answer this question because <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then um, what is your ultimate message in your creative expressions? Or do you create basically with the intent to send a message? And if so, that message be. Mm. <laughs> you can be a baddie and love Jesus too. Okay. <laughs> Say it again. You can be a baddie and love Jesus too, right? Like you can, or like flipping, you can love Jesus and be a baddie too, because loving Jesus comes first. And like, I went through a place in a time in my life where um, I thought I had to look mm. a certain way. I thought I had to dress a certain way, sound a certain way, be a certain way to be a woman of God, and, you know? And it's like, oh, well, God, outfits are not it. Because why do I want to look like Someone's a pilgrim? Have a pilgrim, have you a pilgrim? Have you ever said, what? <laughs> Did I come off the beef flower? Hey. <laughs> like, why do y'all want me to? I'm, I'm like, please, this is not me. Like, I need some color in my life. I literally wear ripped jeans, you know what I mean? Like, and I think it's been such a beautiful journey to go from that to learning what it looks like to be modest, but also be able to like, be trendy and yeah. cute and you show your personality and your clothing like God literally like I always say this like obviously if it's within the means yeah so um and I'm just gonna say this honestly because I'm not gonna hold back like I do know some women who believe like well you know the Bible says come as you are and I think let's be very careful about taking scripture out of context be careful <laughs> very careful you know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate yeah. right like you can't as a woman of God, like modesty. And when we talk about modesty, it doesn't only end here on the yeah. surface level of yeah. when you see it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, it's your heart posture. But if we're going to talk about the physical, you know what some outfits may imply. And you know, like, I think it's one of those things as like, as you grow in your relationship with God, yeah, the Holy Spirit, Spirit, yes, the Holy Spirit convicts you more and he like prunes you more. And so um, for the women that are, I never shame them. Yeah. No, there's no condemnation in Christ of faith. <laughs> no shame and condemnation. Like every woman is at a different stage, mm -hmm. but. If it's reasonable, I challenge you to wrestle with that mm -hmm. and wrestle with the Lord on modesty and, and let the Holy Spirit work through you because it is possible to be modest and be a baddie. Okay. Yes. It's possible. <laughs> doing it, guys. You know? <laughs> doing it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, then. Then who were you before putting your content out there and who are you now? Mm -hmm. Um, well, wow. That's such an interesting question because when I was putting my content out before, I was vying for love. Like I was vying for attention and love in all the wrong places. I was looking for approval. I was really trying to find Anna, I'm trying to find my identity, literally in so many different things. Um, and now where I am at now, cause I was even somewhat posting content back then. It was little, it wasn't anything crazy. But now, like, I feel like I'm really in the season where I've arrived, if that makes sense. And so um, now it's like I'm showing up as who I was always made to show up as. 
And like, I have something greater and bigger, like backing me in that. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, I don't fret, you know what I mean? Like, I don't fret at the insults of man or or opinions or whatever the case may be. Because it's like, well, God placed me here yeah. and he asked me to do it. So that, like the Anna now is an Anna that is confident yeah. and truly like centered in Christ. Like I hold all my confidence in that very thing. Like you can call me all kinds of things you want to call me. I've been called it, <laughs> right? But like, I'm no stranger to it, but guess what? I'm a child of God. Like I am a daughter of who I am. I know who I am. I'm a daughter of the most high, okay? And so it's like, I stand on that. And it's not from a boastful place because in being in Christ, you know that you are broken, but because you are broken, there is a savior. And it's like that grace, you know what I mean? It's like the Anna now is confident knows who she is, whose she is, mm-hmm. and knows what she wants and knows what she wants to do to help others. Mm-hmm. The Anna before was lost and didn't have direction, didn't have vision, um, and was vying for people's attention and approval. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you now sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and then if you could see your future mm-hmm. slash like the end result, Oh, wow. This journey that God is taking you through. Do you think that you would move like in haste to get to what he's called you to do or would you be hesitant? And if you were to be hesitant, why uh, Why would you be hesitant if you know that it would be to the glory of God? Because you know what he produces is good. Mm-hmm. But as you move in haste or I'm to be hesitant. Oh, okay. So it has to be either haste or has or or whatever. What, say whatever you want to say. Okay. Because <laughs> when you asked it, I was like, mm. um, I thought you were gonna ask. Let's stop at like haste. Mm. I will say I wouldn't be hesitant mm. at all okay. because um, my biggest prayer point now in this season and truthfully, the past couple seasons has been God. If it's not your will, I don't want it. Like I want nothing yeah. to do with it. You know what I mean? So if it's God's will and it's for his glory why would i hesitate yeah. um as far as hasting towards it i wouldn't mm. so i would just be where god wants me to mm. be that's i think where i lie yeah. and the reason i say that is because um there's so much beauty in the process mm. of everything that i've had to learn because mm. if you ask me that question i kid you not maybe like four months ago i legit would have been like can we get there? Yeah. <laughs> like, right. like, let's fast forward. Speed it down. Yeah, yeah, let's fast forward and let's get there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I spoke to a friend who was really, really amazing, and she just really laid it on me, the beauty of the process and the pain in the process mm-hmm. and how you have to go through it. And because that process creates maturity, but the Bible said that. Yeah, You know what I mean? The Bible yeah. literally talks about that. And so... Uh, yeah, I would just go at the pace that the Lord wants me to go out because in every season there comes a new giant and there also comes new grace and like you have to be built up to that. Like the end result of what I would like for this to be, I, I know personally looking at myself and being introspective, I'm not even ready for that. So it's like, I'll just go as the Lord paces me to go. He develops you in the place. Yeah. <laughs> And I guess the last question is, do you think your obedience is linked to other people's um, freedoms or um, stories? I used to think no. Mm. And sometimes I think I do struggle with that still. Mm. Um, But there was something that happened. uh, I'll never forget. It was when I had posted my baptism. And girl, I got baptized in going into 2021. So I posted that baptism like mid 2021 or something. Mm -hmm. 
there, I got a DM from a girl. I don't know her. I think she lives in like the UK. Mm. And she was so kind and she was just like, I don't, you don't know. She like, you don't know me. We don't know each other, but like watching your journey and like, I didn't even realize she had been following me for some time. Like I was just like her message. And I was like, oh my gosh. Mm. Like that's when it really clicked on me that like, oh, this is for more than just me. And so I always hold on to that little DM. I still have it. Like I still have the screenshot of it. I always hold on to that DM because I always like now I have that understanding. Mm. And yes, like I said, I struggle with it some days Mm. because um, I think sometimes when we don't see that fruit instantly, like when we want to, we can question whether it's like worth what we're doing, like what we're doing, whether it's worth it or not. But going back to understanding that, well, like, well, first of all, you're doing what you're doing because it's for the glory of Jesus. Yes. Right. And so I always have to be taken back to that. It's a daily thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second portion of it is, is like, even if it is just for that one, because what if that girl is still following me? I think yeah. she is. <laughs> um, That's a good second. You know, I know if she is, but like, even if it's just that one girl yeah. who's still following me and because of my walk and my obedience to the Lord and um, it's helped her, then like, then it's, it is worth it. It was so much more worth it than I could ever have thought of. So I definitely do think sometimes like we question like God is like, it, wait, wait, there's obedience, like is he even gonna, and then yeah. God's like, well, first of all, you're doing it for me. Yeah. And so it's like, you're right, you're right. I'm doing it for you. Um, But yeah, like, we have this desire as humans to want to like be a part of something bigger and impact bigger. And so I think that's where that, you know, honestly, truly derives from. And so, yeah, I think it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing of killing my flesh and, and honestly tearing down the lies of the enemy of like what you're doing is not like you look so silly just putting up this camera and sitting here in front of it and doing what you're doing. And like standing in agreement with what God has said um, and remembering the fruit of that time oh that was so good <laughs> that was the last question is there anything else you want to say to the people that was a remark <laughs> anything coming up you know and um, on the socials yeah yes uh, follow me on instagram guys um at anna dot bellissimo that's b-e-l-l-i-s-i-m-o yes and go you know, follow me on there. I'm also going to be launching a Like to Know It, which is basically just, uh, I don't know if you know the Like to Know It app. It basically allows you to link all of your outfits and everything. And so I'm going to have some affiliate links that are dropping on there. So, you know, follow that so that like literally y'all don't have to be in my DMs asking. I can just like, right? yeah, you go, ahead. go straight to my Like to Know It. Um, but yes, like literally just following me on Instagram, engaging with my content helps so so much and it helps me know like and know who my audience is and all of that great stuff and i um would definitely say just be on the lookout for some projects that will be dropping later this year um which i'm so excited for (laughs) but yeah there are some projects that are dropping later on this year um yeah we're just just waiting (laughs) just waiting Bye. We love having you. Bye. <laughs> that was so much fun. Oh my gosh.